Stop that. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, hey guys, sorry about that. That was just my inner critic. You know, that nagging voice inside all of our heads. Yes, everyone has an inner critic telling us we're not good enough and we're not this enough and we're not that enough, yada, yada, yada. Yep, in this lesson, I'm gonna give you strategies to help quiet the inner critic inside of your head. So go ahead and grab a warm beverage and let's get into it. Up, Explorers. Mary Daphne here of Explorning.co, where we believe social skills are the key to the good life. What's the good life? It's a life where you call the shots, you have a crew you can count on, and you're on a mission that you care about. Now, before we jump in, I wanted to let you know about a great free resource that we've created for the Explorning community. It's a comprehensive Small talk guide. Click the link in the description box below to get the free downloadable delivered straight to your inbox. All right, back to that negative self-talk. I don't think it needs much more introducing. We're all familiar with it and we know that it holds us back. It drains our brain power and discourages us from doing things outside of our comfort zones. Not cool. I think it's fair to say that we'd all love to give that self-critic a kick in the rumpus. So let's go ahead and look at some strategies to do just that. Number one, answer back. You heard me. Go ahead and talk back to that voice and tell it why it's a bunch of baloney. What really helps is to name the critic. Eric Barker from Barking Up the Wrong Tree calls this naming the brain. In fact, he named his inner critic Lefty. And in his book, A Liberated Mind, How to Pivot Towards What Matters, Dr. Stephen Hayes says, if your mind has a name, then it is different from you. When you listen to someone else, you can choose to agree with what they say or not. And if you don't want to cause conflict, it's best not to try to argue the person into agreement with you. That is the posture that you want to take with your internal voice. So... Now is the time to name your brain and tell it why what it's saying is patently false. Don't do this in a bellicose way. Be kind, but assertive. Thank it for taking the time to look out for you, but tell it that you have the situation under control. Dr. Hayes says that we should be sincere and show gratitude. He says not to speak to our mind facetiously or be dismissive because it'll just continue to try to problem solve. To remedy that, we have to be frank and politely stand our ground. Number two, a string of sounds. Realize that whatever mean or hateful thing the inner critic tells you is really just a string of sounds or phonemes. A phoneme is the smallest unit of sound. And in English, we have 44 phonemes, meaning we have 44 unique sounds. So if you repeat the word or the phrase a bunch of times, say 50 or 100 times, the words stop making sense because you've reduced them to phonemes. And that is what's going on with your inner critic. It's just a string of sounds with no real meaning. Number three, get moving. Research shows that body movement can lower anxiety and increase the secretion of our happy hormones. 
Movement's really anything that gets you moving and it really comes down to preference. Have you ever heard the phrase, the best kind of exercise is the one that you do? Right, so it's super important to choose a form of movement that you'll actually do and adhere to. This could be light movement like a low intensity steady state or something like Tai Chi or gentle yoga, but it could also be movement where you're exerting yourself. That could be dancing with music, bench pressing, deadlifting, doing the elliptical, rowing on the erg machine, whatever gets you out of a stationary status quo. Kelly McGonigal, who has an amazing TED talk about the upside of stress, which you should definitely check out, I'll link it below, has a book called The Joy of Movement, How Exercise Helps Us Find Happiness, Hope, Connection, and Courage. On a podcast that I recently listened to, she talked about the science behind hope molecules, which are chemicals that our muscles release into our bloodstreams during exercise in order to protect our brains from stress. So the hope molecule literally changes our brain. As Kelly McGonigal puts it, you can think of exercise as an intravenous dose of hope. And guess what? Those hope molecules zap the inner critic and make room for more positive, encouraging thoughts. Number four, turn to nature. Another way to take your mind off of your mind is through nature therapy. The best part is that you can self-administer and it is 100% free. Just get your tush out the door and surrounded by trees and greenery and plants. It's been proven that even brief exposure to nature has therapeutic properties. Our mood is measurably enhanced when we see leaves and smell the forest and hear birds chirping. Ugh. Now, if you don't live in or close to nature, then try to get some green plants and place them around your living space. You could also save photos of nature and make them your desktop background and look at them every so often. Perhaps even close your eyes, play a nature soundtrack, and meditate for three minutes, imagining that you're walking down a forest path. In fact, there's some pretty neat YouTube videos that allow you to do just that. Number five, create something. One surprising way to silence that inner critic is to create something. It sounds counterintuitive, I know, because usually the inner critic is telling you not to do that, but that's probably a sign that you should in fact be doing it. So you see, when you're using your brain to create something, it doesn't have time to ruminate and complain. It's also really great for getting you into the flow state, which is a concept put forth by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi in 1975 to illustrate a state of being fully focused and in the zone. You have undivided concentration, which in our age of social media and notifications is hard to come by, let's be honest. Creating something could look like making music, painting, writing, cooking, doing some graphic design, and these are just a few examples. I'm sure you can come up with many more. The more passionate and engaged you are with the activity, the less likely it is for the inner critic to intrude upon your thoughts. Number six, rebel against your inner critic. Now it's time to tap into that inner rebel, the one that might've gotten you into a little bit of trouble when you were a kid, that rebel. Sounds kind of fun, I know. So with this exercise, you'll see just how much your mind can 
trick you and how you won't let a defeatist attitude and defeatist talk get to you. The goal here is to create a situation where you contradict your inner voice. Here's an example. First, skip around your house. Do this a few times. Skip. Just skip. And after you've done this a few times, continue to skip while telling yourself, I cannot skip around the room. Sounds kind of weird, right? But what's going on here is that you are proving that your inner voice is not the boss of you. It's telling you to stop, yet here you are continuing to skip as you please. That inner voice has no authority over your actions. So go ahead and try it with some other contradicting things. Brush your hair and then mumble, I cannot brush my hair. Easy peasy. And the next time your inner critic says, you can't get that job, go get that job. Rebel against those thoughts, contradict those words, and trounce the inner critic. All right, there you have it. Six proven strategies to squash that inner critic. Let's now quickly recap. One, thank your inner critic for their concern and let it know that you have the situation under control. Number two, reduce the inner critic to a meaningless string of sounds. Those sounds can't hurt you and they don't shape your reality or your future. Number three, move your body to jolt it out of a trance of inner criticism. Anything that gets your heart rate up will do the trick. Number four, get into nature and let its natural healing properties soothe your noisy mind. Five, create something to trigger the flow state, which will leave no room for the inner critic. Number six, prove that your inner critic has no authority by doing something that your mind says you can't, and then going ahead and doing that. Now, as you've probably realized, these strategies don't change our thoughts. Instead, they change our relationships to our thoughts. And that's the goal here. The inner critic will pop up every now and again, but once we understand that these thoughts are not, not our reality, and that they can't actually prevent you from doing what you seek to do, we gain the power to overcome them and stay the course. So whatever your inner critic said that you're not good enough doing or being, prove it wrong, because those are just thoughts figments of your imagination that wield no real power. Also recognize that quieting your inner critic comes with some practice. It may not be easy at the start, but the more attuned we become to our negative self-talk, the more capable we become at silencing it. So now that I've shared our thoughts, I would love to hear about your experiences with your own inner critic. What has it prevented you from doing? And what strategies can you think of to quiet the negative self-talk? Share that with me and the Exploring community in the comments down below. And if you loved this lesson, please be sure to let me know. You can give this video a thumbs up on YouTube. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to join our tribe of Exploring so that you never miss a lesson. And if you ring that bell, you'll get notified about our new lessons and our weekly live streams. Email this video to a friend or a coworker who also wants to supercharge their social skills. And while we're at it, feel free to also share it with your Facebook and Twitter friends as well. And remember, the write-ups of these lessons are always available on our blog at exploring.co blog. With that, 
Have an awesome week, Explorers. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you next time for your next Explorning lesson. Happy Explorning!